Underground Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. West Coast. Another week, another month. Hey, shouts out to the Tauruses, man. Just celebrating my birthday. Happy shouts birthday, to, uh, Chuck Dizzle. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you, man, for the, for the folks that sent a lot of love. My way out. Definitely appreciate it. You wrote like a documentary on your on your post, man. That was nice, man. Yeah, I felt it was necessary for people to understand the significance of uh, Charles Dorsey. Wow, the government, man. Now I, I appreciate it, and a lot of the love that came from people, um, people I haven't heard from in a, in a while. I feel like social media does that. One, one thing I don't like about birthdays and social media is that people feel obligated to say happy birthday to you, and I'm like, you don't. Yeah, trust me, I'm not tripping. I'm not. I'm not one of those people where. I'm okay if the day goes by and you don't say happy birthday to me. Me too. But I feel like social media makes people feel obligated to say that to you. Even if they don't fuck with and you. And they don't fuck with you. It, to so me, who, that's who the say happy birthday to you that don't well, it's fuck with it's you? Not that, about, that. It's not that people don't fuck with me. It's just that somebody, people that, like literally, I'm going through my text messages. And the last time somebody had hit me, it was my last birthday. Hilarious. <laughs> like, I can look through the thread and see that the last time that you hit me was on my birthday. And I was sending the same response. Uh, and it's just, it's just shout funny. Shout out to the iPhone. Man, good looking out. Shout out to the iPhone. The shout iPhone keep everybody in line. And you know it'll let keep you know. everybody where, uh, honest. Exactly. And Facebook. Facebook will tell you a lot about, like, I have family members that I ain't talked to in a while. And, you know, Facebook will be the, 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 the resting place for all the folks that just say happy birthday that I know I won't see until the next family function. So, But with that said, thanks, everybody, to reach out. Definitely appreciate it. Um, a lot going on, as always. Uh, DJ Head, you became a meme this week. Oh, you man. became a gift. No, you became a gift. I became a gift, a meme. A meme. And oh, Okay, so let's talk about this uh, interview. It was with, a freestyle with uh, Haiti Baby. Okay, from, so. From uh, Stockton. Stockton, right. The funny part about this, right, yeah. is that. I actually heard his music the day before this freestyle. Oh, for real? And I'm leaving the gym, and I'm on I'm on title, and, and it just just randomly comes across his name or his page. And I'm like, I think I had like a Nipsey playlist going, and then he comes on. I'm like, oh, this kind of dope. And mm. I looked up, and I seen who it was. I'm like, hey, baby, I haven't heard him. Get home, research him. I'm like, oh, he's from up north. Okay, from Stockton. Cool, I'm going to tap into some of his music. The next day. Yeah. I see all hell break, all hell break loose, yeah. and I'll let you get into. You guys interviewed him, and then he did a freestyle. Yeah, he did a freestyle. It wasn't a full interview. He came for the purpose of a freestyle. Now, just to get this out there, because people do not believe me. Mm -hmm. Okay, we did not know that that's what he was gonna do. Okay, like it, me and Kev, Kev knows his manager. Mm -hmm. Bootleg Kev knows Haiti Baby's manager, mm -hmm. and we agreed to do the freestyle. He came up. He came in like everything was normal. Mm -hmm. Everything was normal. How you doing? I'm Haiti, baby. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm about, to, I'm about to go in here and kill this right, shit. We right. like, all right, for sure. So let's you, go. Guys, do you guys select the beats that, that artists do? No, this? he picked okay. it. So he picks the beat. He proceeds to 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 jump on. Uh, you said he was absolutely normal. Everything prior. was normal. And then as soon as it started, it, I mean, see, the thing is, when you only see my face, like, towards the end, if, right. you, if you're watching it, I was literally, I was befuddled. Yeah. Okay? I he just started making noises and shit, and all kind of ad libs and. Listen, Haiti baby, you are the wise one. But like, I mean, and it just got weird real fast, and we didn't know what the fuck was going on. So, how far into it, for the people that haven't, well, seen I just it, let him go. No, no. How far into it, in the freestyle, did did shit just go left? Was it immediately? Immediately. Wow. You got to watch the thing on YouTube. It immediately, as soon as he started, he was like, he just started going in, making noises and shit. And so, time out, time out. Let me, I'm just, just walk, let me rewind. 
Hey, how you doing? Haiti baby. We got Haiti baby in the um, building. No, 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 no. Before the mic's cut on. Hey, yeah, everything cool. You everything know, was I, normal. I got a project coming out. Da, 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 da. Everything was normal. You hit record. <laughs> Facts. Wow. So, okay. So after this goes on, what happens after the fact? So we turn... Everything you saw in the everything that everybody saw in the video is real. Yeah, one hundred percent real reactions. Uh, when we turn, when we when we when we cut, like when the cameras cut off and shit, we was just like, okay. I mean, that's that's what we doing. And he was like, yeah, that's that's my shit right there. Like, I'm on. So did he tell he, you? He was in character the entire time. Wait, and the entire time on and off the mic? on and off. He was like, bro, that, I'm telling you, my shit hard. Like. Then later on, after the fact, after it after it was all done, they left. And the next day, mm-hmm. his team told us, like, oh yeah, he that's he came in here with a plan. That was his plan. Wow. His plan was to come in here and just completely do some random shit and go viral. The funny part about that is because I, I when I saw it, I immediately thought that. I was like, oh, this is when I cause I, I saw the the clip of it, because I didn't see the whole thing, I saw the clip. I said, this isn't the same guy that I listened to. Mm-mm. This is not him. So, which made me think, oh, he's doing this on purpose. Do you think we're at a point now in music mm-hmm. that that's the only thing that cuts through? I don't know. I don't know. Because that that's one question we asked to the artist. Like, the, asked, social, the antics. Yeah. Do you have to do the antics to get on? And clearly, for the people, and this is the crazy part, for the people that don't, don't rock with it to say, oh, this is what's wrong with hip hop, mumble rapper. They can throw all these labels on it, but they're proceeding to click it. So mm-hmm. it's like you're you you're perpetuating it. Yeah. I don't know, dog. It's hard for me to tell because What do you think about it though? Like when, when I'm not mad it, at it. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it because here's the thing. I'm gonna, and I want to talk about this too. I used to be the old the old man purist guy mm-hmm. where I would like hate on the young dudes for doing weird shit, right? Gotcha. But then it start. I started to think about it, right? And just because I don't agree with something doesn't necessarily make it wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like the hip hip hop purists hate mumble rappers. They don't. They think you know they don't like um, this type of person or that type of person. People don't like Young Thug and people don't like Takashi and people don't like just different things because they, the way they do music is different. Mm-hmm. I'm not knocking him because he's using the tools that's available to him right. to promote his music. I'm not mad at him. I understand what he did, and I understand why he did it. It's like, oh, I'm just using this platform to get... In real life, people come up to the radio station. They do interviews to get attention for their music, mm-hmm. right? We utilize the interviews to either expose the artist to our audience or utilize the, to expose things that you may not know about the artist mm-hmm. or what how they feel about certain issues, how they feel about topics, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. He what he did is no different than anybody else, except he just did it a different way. Right. So who am I to say that that's wrong? Right. And on, from for for people that are or still call themselves hip hop purists, you got to think hip hop started that way as well. Right. It started off with sampling records and and talking over traditional records that people may not you know that that people love. Right. Yeah. Hit records, re replaying it. And not necessarily having musical instrumentation to the point of playing keys and, you know, piano, whatever, right? And people were upset about that. Mm-hmm. Then we did that, and people were upset with West Coast hip-hop yeah. when, you know, we had a, a more simpler approach when it came to rhyming. Now, um, 
Here's what's interesting about the Haiti baby freestyle. I I got a phone call. I'm not gonna say who it was from. Because I don't want to put I don't want to okay. put him out there like that. But I got a phone call from one of the homies. He's a rapper out here on the West. Okay. In in L.A. Right. And he was like, Yo, like head. I need answers. Mm. I'm like, What's up? He like, I need answers. You got to tell me if that's where we at with it. Like, what what's going on? Like, mm. is that a full troll? Is it like, are we really there musically? And I had to break it down to him, and I'm like, look, bro, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I'm not mad at the young dude, one. Two is what it what it reaffirmed to me is not to be the old guy in the room. Mm-hmm. Pun told me that when I first when I first uh, got on the radio, like in 2015, he said, look, head, don't be the old guy in the room. Don't ever be the old guy in the room. So I just regurgitated that to the homie who called me the other day and was like, don't be the old guy in the room. Don't. Don't shit on the new wave just because you feel like the old, the uh, the other wave is better. Mm-hmm. Like what I'm doing over here, don't have nothing to do with what you're doing over there. So don't shit on what I'm doing over here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in turn, it would be the same cycle as how we feel about homegrown or how we felt about TDE. Like what I put on your birthday post, yeah. how people didn't fuck with TDE like that. Yeah, people man, told right. people thought that Kendrick was a weirdo. Mm-hmm. I remember people calling him people that listen to his music weirdo right rap. now <laughs> called Kendrick Lamar weirdo. Right. I remember that. Rap, and I remember top feeling some kind of way about that too, mm-hmm. because, um, at Kendrick CD signing at the Best Buy in Compton, me and Top was talking about that. He was like, man, these niggas calling my little homie a weirdo, man. I don't like that shit. Mm-hmm. And now look, you know what I'm was saying? Good Kid, Mad City. This was for no. This was for um. This might have been if it was Section 80. It was no, no. It was before. It was after that. So it might have been. It was Good Kid, Mad City. Or maybe if it was the second one, then it was at um. It was for was it for Dam or was to it Pimper Butterfly? To Pimper Butterfly. Maybe one of one okay, of them. Gotcha. Anyway, long story short, um, so he was the 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 homie that called me over the weekend was asking me what do we do now if that's where we at in hip hop, right? And so. Um, I was telling him that you can't start regulating what's real hip hop. You can't start regulating what is the way to do things because once you start doing it, it's a slippery slope. I said, I told him, I said, he was like, well, what can we do uh, as I feel like, he's like, I feel like the hip hop now is so different and so left field than what hip hop is or what it was intended to be that I don't know how we need to start regulating. I said, if you start doing that, it's going to be a problem because the same way you feel about quote unquote mumble rap or weirdo rap is the same way your parents felt about you listening to the NWA. Exactly. Or Ice Cube Mm -hmm. or Dr. Dre Mm -hmm. or Games or Eminem. I remember how my mom felt about Eminem. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I remember how she felt when I was listening to 2001, the Chronic 2001. Mm -hmm. I remember how my mom felt when I was listening. I, I was listening to all that shit. The Marshall Mathers LP. Mm-hmm. I had I was obsessed with the Marshall Mathers LP. DMX. You know what I'm saying? Like all 2000 shit, right? So, and then when the documentary came out, Game was saying some shit. Mm-hmm. Crip niggas, blood niggas, essays, Haitians. You know what I'm saying? Right. Then when 50 Cent dropped, right. it was another problem. Yeah. Like So I remember how parents felt about that music. I said, once you start regulating who, what, where, why, when, it becomes a problem because... Just because you feel like something is whack doesn't mean you could keep you should keep it from people. Mm. So that's what people feel about me. I'm in a position that I shouldn't allow 
went MC Whoop De Whoop or mumble rap this or little pump, little little whatever this or you know what I'm saying to so come what, up where here. is the line though because but, but that's what I was trying to explain to him you cannot do that because when you start regulating that's what people try to do to NWA but for you personally right yeah. you personally when it comes to that do you just not voice your opinion on something that you don't like I always or? voice my opinion. What I'm saying is that that knowing knowing that you do that, does that then give that? Let's just let me just bring Takashi into it for for the simple yeah. fact that Takashi he was like the last controversial person that people had a, had a feeling about, especially here in yeah. L.A. When Takashi was doing his thing, you personally agree or disagree with what he had to say? Did I personally? Agree? Yeah, personally. I, I knew it was I knew it was some bullshit though. So for that, I'm smart you... enough to I'm I'm grown. Like I understand what he was doing. Just like after the Haiti Baby freestyle, I understood what it was. Right, but at what point do you are you vocal about how you feel about it, or you just kind of say, you know what, I don't want to put any light on that because sometimes oh you talking about like putting it down exactly nah. either, either putting it down or giving it because even whether you like it or d dislike it you still bring light to the situation right so sometimes i think that's what a responsibility is is when you have an opinion about something yeah you can anybody in this country anybody in this world can have an opinion about anything but in our situation we're a little bit different because we have a microphone mm -hmm. all right our opinions matter to people I just right? found that out too. Which, which we're starting to figure out, like, okay, this is a little bigger than we th thought, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, with that responsibility, do you then pick and choose what you're vocal about? Because yes and no, I pick and I, I still am vocal about certain things, but I also understand that my opinion does weigh a little more now. Because, like, for instance, I feel some kind of way, like, like, like even like the um what I keep getting called in the principal's office for about racism shit. Mm -hmm. I understand now that I can't just say or make the kind of jokes that I make now because people take it serious and it's not just a joke between the homies anymore because I have a microphone. Okay. So with that being said, it's responsibility, but at the same time, I'm not going to regulate. So if Lil So-and-so or MC Woompty Whoop or Takashi 69 if Takashi 69 was to put out a song called, I don't know, uh, fuck bitches, right? Am I going to have an opinion about it? Yes. Am I going to go out of my way to to shame him and condemn him? No. Why? Because that's what he wants. Exactly. So if it's a troll, the troll is fueled by attention. You starve, you starve the fire out. Most people throw logs on fires. That's not how you get rid of a fire. You have to suffocate the fire. Mm -hmm. So all you do is extinguish the fire so for you where, if that, where it depends that, on your intention where's your where's your line in saying I, okay this is something i need to suffocate and not respond to or i have like do you teeter with i gotta voice my opinion or man i'm gonna start this out like um what well, depends on the, it depends on the intent all right and if i don't understand the intent then i will ask what your intention is and then make my decision from there like fat meach mm -hmm. right fat meach just posted i want to read this because this is something that i thought was interesting and if you if you listen to this and you don't know who Fat Meech is, Fat Meech is an artist from from L here in L.A. Um, so we put up a po or we somebody posted something on Real ninety two three. Mm -hmm. The station posted on Real ninety two three. Who's the hardest? Who's the hottest artist in the West right now? Right, mm -hmm. that was the question. And then Fat Meech said, "I can get a hundred people to say I'm a dope artist. Y'all still not gonna tap in with an interview or spin a record? What's the point?" Support up-and-coming artists like y'all preach, or is this just for the gram? So I read that, and I was like, that's interesting. Now, 
it's interesting because well, I, I'll read my response. My response to him was at the real fat meet. Funny you say this. Chuck Dizzle and I have been telling up and coming artists to submit your music week after week. Facts. There's a whole show dedicated solely to people like yourself. You yourself are in a unique position because you have direct access to me. I don't have a submission slash clean version of any of your stuff. That being said, I have two questions. One, are those hundred people going to send your clean music, clean versions to the DJs? Two, what is your response? Was your response an actual concern or is this just for the ground? So that was my response to him. Now, when I read it, it was interesting to me because it was like, yeah, like, do you do you starve it out or do you do you give it attention? I decided to give that attention because I felt like it was a teachable moment. Mm. It was a teachable moment because I feel like artists that are on the come up don't tap in, aren't tapped into what's going on. Right. And then when I have an issue with how things are done or what's done or whatever, yeah, they, they see one side of it. They see sure. one side yeah. of it. There is very few artists who shout out to uh, shout out to. Um, Actually, I'm not going to start naming names because it's a few. But there are very few artists who take the time to understand what's happening with the radio. Mm. That's your that's your job. That's your job to understand what's going on with the radio if, if you want in on it. Right, right. I can't be a fashion designer and just start designing clothes and then expect the fashion houses to fuck with me. Right. I need to understand the fashion house world. In and out. In and out. Politics, the everything. Everything. Mm -hmm. So if I start making burgers... On, a, on on 108th, if I start making ca a quesadillas and shit on 108th in Watts, I can't just expect the food industry to understand what I'm doing. I got to go. City. <laughs> I got to go tap in and right. figure out what the fuck is going on in the food industry. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to All Flavor No Grease. Yeah. I can't just start making tacos in Lemur Park and expect the food industry to figure out what I'm doing. I got to go tap into the food industry. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Taco Mail. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the approach that is the proper way to do things. What, what happens with these artists is they start recording music, they everybody start fucking with it, and they just automatically assume that this is how it works. That is not how this works. Mm -hmm. In order for you to be a part of an industry, you need to go to that industry. Mm -hmm. You need to go to people and you need to get information. You don't go in there and you don't feel it, you don't go in with entitlement and you don't feel like, hey, you need to be doing this, you need to be doing that. The first time, I told the story too before, the first time I wanted to get into radio. When I first got to college, I walked up to the program director of the radio program, and I just walked up to him and I said, hey, I'm dope. You should put me on your radio station. <laughs> so you in turn did the same shit. I did the same shit. Mm -hmm. That's why I understand it. Right. He laughed at me and said, take my class and I'll think about it. Mm. You know what I did? I took his goddamn class. Mm -hmm. So I get on this fucking podcast mm -hmm. week in and week after, week out, week in and week out, and tell motherfuckers, do this, mm -hmm. do that, make your DJ intros. Get on BPM Supreme. Mm -hmm. Dude, like, I tell you who to contact. Right, I right. tell you who can get your shit where. Mm -hmm. Sasha is a publicist. She'll take a meeting with you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just certain. But another thing that 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 that's kind of missing into that as well with, with artists or just in people in general, and we just had a conversation with somebody um, a little earlier, is applying patience with that as well. Right. Just because you meet with these people or just because you do have those conversations doesn't mean you're going to get on right away. Right. It happens for some people. Sometimes it doesn't. So if it doesn't happen for you, don't feel like it's the end of the world and have that have that mentality of like, yo, there's another way to get on or figure out have that have that mental discipline and say, you know what, if this doesn't work, I'll try it this way versus, oh, man, well, you're not going to put me on, you know. Let's go storm the the door. You know what I mean? I tell young artists that all the time. Shout out to Roddy Rich. Mm -hmm. He just said that. Mm -hmm. Head taught me that. 
Don't look for a nigga to accept you just because you feel like you need to be accepted. Right. That's not how this shit work. How long have you been doing radio? I'm, I'm banking on 19 years. I've been doing this shit not, not that long, not as long as you. No, I'm saying with, on I'm the sorry. pursuit of oh, well. Okay, I got you on the, the pursuit, pursuit of, of it. Yeah, yeah, the pursuit. It's of definitely it. been ten plus. Yeah, for sure. I just told uh, Productions by Rob that on my way in here because he, he's another one. I had to tell him like I don't feel bad for anybody with access to me or you. Mm -hmm. Period. Exactly. If you have, if I, if me and you have exchanged DMs, mm -hmm. if you have exchanged a DM with Chuck Dizzle, if you have exchanged a DM with Salas, Sparkle, Lupe, fucking um, what's the name? Um, Anybody, anybody, anybody that, that has access or information that you can benefit from, I don't feel bad for you. Yeah. Because the information is in front of you. Think about the people who don't exchange DMs with Chuck Dizzle <sighs> or the people who don't exchange text messages with DJ Head right. or the people who don't have a key card to get into this goddamn building or the people who don't have somebody to come walk them up from the lobby. Think about that. That's where you started and now you have access and now you're no longer utilizing your access to its full potential. That's your fault. Yeah. So... That's where I was coming from, and I feel like, um, getting back to what we were talking about, I feel like it was a teachable moment for me to tap in with one of the young homies and, and, and allow him to learn from this experience. Like, listen, there's been entire things dedicated to this process. Just because you are unaware of it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Right. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. The tree that falls in the forest still make a goddamn sound. <laughs> it, still. it still makes a sound. Right. So that's all I want to say about that. Now, and I think what I definitely want to bring this back around, but in this moment, we we kind of fell full circle with it. But you got a goddamn gift, dog. You got a goddamn gift. Yeah. So, out of the whole uh, Haiti baby freestyle moment, um, do you do you now use your own gift for responses to other people? Because I've <laughs> I've been seeing I've been seeing crazy responses to it. Even with uh, was it Chrissy Teigen? Yeah. Looked at the damn freestyle. What, what's been one that you've been surprised about? Like um, this Chrissy person. Teigen was was it wasn't you know what when I saw because this is not your first viral moment, so it's like nah, 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 now nah. that it's happened a few times. Yeah, what's interesting though to me, this is the full bar that I don't think people really fully understood. It's not that Chrissy Teigen was watching is watching my video over and over and over again. It's the fact that John Legend is filming. <laughs> I heard watching. John Legend is filming Chrissy Teigen yeah. watching the video over and over That's and over bar. again. It's like you've reduced John Legend to a cameraman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, he made ordinary people. John Legend is a whole ass legend out here, Bruh, He made ordinary people. John Legend is one. Is probably gonna go. John Legend is a fucking legend. He made ordinary people. And he and you have deduced this man <laughs> to be the cameraman to a cameraman. Oh my god! And watched what forty eight times? Fifty she, times? Yes, seventy sometimes. Shout out to uh, Chrissy Teigen. Shout yeah. out to John Lennon. And shout out to everybody. Chance the rapper was tweeting about wow. it. Shout out to Meek Mill, bro. It, this shit. In. It's 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 crazy to, to, to see. Like I don't know, you know. In this, I'm, I was talking to um, shout out to Sylvan Marshall. I was just talking to Sylvan about this shit yesterday. The Real ninety two three logo. <laughs> Oh, he looked. Oh, that was funny. People was getting on him. Oh, they was killing him. Yeah. Anyway, keep um, going. But yeah, I was talking to him, and I said, and and I know me and you talk about this shit all the time, like off off mic and shit. But it's crazy to me that people listen to us. Yeah, it's a it's a trip. That shit's crazy. Like somebody's listening to this right now, right. and that fucks me yeah, up. It's a trip because it's and no I was, longer the bedroom. It's no longer just for the homies, the six people in the chat room. It's always yes, yeah, it's, it's like weird. you said. What we say matter. Yeah. And so shout out to everybody who be 
posting on Instagram, man, uh, tweeting. I saw I saw a few people like post on the on Twitter, mm-hmm. and they like quote me from the podcast. Right, right. And it's right. like, oh, because yeah, that's that's not a video. That's not a video. Yeah. That you listening to the podcast on your own, yeah. and it's like, oh, I'm gonna quote some shit. That that's some real shit. He it was said. funny because I saw I saw one of the clips that we chopped up and put out. I saw somebody quote something that you said before we chopped it up before it was actually put out you know For i said yeah i sent it obviously sent it to you guys or sent it to the to the team or whatever to post and i saw an exact quote the 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 one from g malone yeah i seen that one that one actually went went uh went far within the community man so a lot of people that are that are really uh getting this content and really taking it and moving forward with it definitely appreciate that because you know for us Again, we're inside a studio right now. We with just a couple it's mics. Just, it's just us. Yeah, just talking. And we in here just it's two mic. It's microphones on. It's just me and this fool. And I don't see who's receiving this. I gotta ask you about this. I gotta ask you about this because we <laughs> we talked about it. Uh, we haven't really done. Uh, it, it made it made me think about it. The last podcast, or maybe the one before that, we haven't really had relationship talks too much. Yeah. I want to get your thoughts on this Aisha Curry. Tell me what happened. Okay, so Aisha Curry, and I don't really know the full story of it, but basically um, she's open about her relationship with her and Steph Curry and the groupies, the the, the the NBA, whatever. But she proceeds to say, to this effect, and I'll just paraphrase it, she doesn't get attention, the type of attention that he does. Mm. The girls are always on him, mm. you know, jumping in the DMs, maybe, you know, at the games, hooping and hollering or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she gets no attention from the male counterparts mm-hmm. um so a lot of people are having their own opinions about it based off of like well you shouldn't worry about that because why do you need why does a married woman need attention so people are upset not upset but they have their their ways to feel about it dudes are saying you know you shouldn't have this opinion because you're you're married and you just want attention for what? Why do you want the attention? Mm-hmm. And then other girls are tapping in and saying the same thing. Like, well, you know, hey, I kind of do like the attention. You know, it's okay. Like, it does feel good to be noticed every now and then. But I don't want it to go to the extreme. So I know your thoughts are pretty blunt and pretty radical on it. So <laughs> I want to I hear what you think. Because as a married man, I don't know how I would feel if I heard Tosh saying that. If she wants she wants guys to be on her. If she said that, I, I think I would feel a, a certain way. Like, of course, she would. Show wife why? yearning for the yearning for the yearning affirmation of, of another, another man. Yeah. Why would you want that? And then it's it just, makes me second guess. Like, damn, am I not doing enough? See, but you're doing the woman shit. Mm-hmm. So this is interesting that you brought this up because I was just having this conversation before even the Aisha Curry shit. But what happens is, in my opinion, I feel like a lot of times people search for external sources of validation. Mm-hmm. Auxiliary sources of validation. That's all it is. People lie to themselves and be like, oh, you know, I'm doing this for me. And it's no, you're not. I mean, let's keep it a buck. Prince. It's, it's funny you say that too, because I, I was somebody was on the phone line earlier. I was taking the calls for Big Boy. And a girl said the exact same thing. She was like, No, you know, she's in, I said, Well, what do you you go out with your girlfriends and you get dressed? I do it for me, because I like to feel good. And I, I was like, okay. That's a lie. All right. That's a lie. I don't subscribe to that shit. I feel like people who get in shape, that could be for you. There's literally a benefit to that. Okay. There's literally no benefit for being um sought after by the masses or by by outside of other people other than you want to be validated 
in the eyes of others. Mm. That goes full circle back to what I was telling you about me being over the titles thing. Mm. I'm over all of this shit going on in society where people feel like they need to be validated by other human beings. Who the fuck are them people? Like, for instance, like what Aisha Curry said about what she, what you were saying, Aisha said about Aisha Curry's talking about how she wants to uh, to be, you know, sought after or be looked at by other men type thing. She wants to be owned like that. And All, again, I'm paraphrasing. I don't know if that's exactly what she said, but it was to that effect. Like she, okay. she felt a certain way that she's not getting the same attention. Um, you know that that people aren't seeking after her life. That's whack. Right. Okay. I feel like it's whack, but at the same time. At least she's honest. Mm -hmm. So hella women feel like that, and they're not Don't honest, it, right, and they're not right. saying it. Yeah. So if nothing else, I respect her for being honest. I respect I respect women in general who own the honesty and the insecurities that come along with different things that they may feel. Mm -hmm. Like, if you feel like that, cool, but be honest about it. Mm -hmm. If you feel like, for instance, uh, shout out to my homegirl, Ray Ray. Rayway was like, I asked her one one day. I was like, hey, because she go to she was going to Vegas a lot. Mm. I mean, go to like a lot, like every other weekend. She driving to Vegas and turning up, wow, turning the fuck up. So it's beyond birthdays. It was beyond birthdays, okay. New Year's, all that She's shit. Going. She's going up, right? right? And I'm like, bro, like, why are you always going to Vegas? Because I wanted her to lie to me. I wanted her to <laughs> so try you to set the trap. I set the trap. Okay. I was trying to get her to say that bullshit. Oh, I'm just trying to like, no. Mm. She was like, well. I know I'm, she, she knew who she was talking to, too. She's like, I'm talking to you. All right, I'm going to tell you the truth. She's like, I want to go to Vegas and get away from my life and not give a fuck and get drunk with my homegirls and not care about nothing, none of my responsibilities. Okay. I respect that. For sure. Because that was some real shit yeah. she said. Had she said anything else, right. <laughs> I would have. I'm going, it's the home. She uh, celebrating, so I'm going with her. It's her birthday every, every other weekend. My birthday in six months, so I just want to, you know, get ready. Nah. Had she said anything else, I'd have been all Let over her ass. ass up. But she kept it a buck. So I was like, you know what? I respect that. So do I agree with Aisha Curry's stance on things? No. Do I respect her honesty? Yes. Gotcha. Because I feel like there's so many people that feel like that and aren't willing to, to acknowledge that. So do you think that the conversation then leads to a solution or what if just people are just talking just to hear themselves talk I think anytime you, anytime you address any kind of issue, it leads to a solution. I don't, I don't agree with that. One way or another. I think I think a lot of, well, I think that sometimes people just like to hear themselves talk. No, no, no. That wasn't your question, though. You asked me. Does it lead to a solution? I think anytime any open dialogue is had, a solution is in the midst one way or another. Either it's fuck it, or we agree to disagree, or let's fight, or, you know, fuck you, get it's out of my life. Is fuck it a solution, though? Yeah, by definition. I don't think so. Why not? Okay, I said because you're gonna say it's not the solution that you want, but it's a solution. Exactly. But is that really a solution? Any yeah, define solution. Define solution. The definition of solution, according to Google, a means of solving a problem or dealing with a difficult situation. But the problem isn't solved. Why not? Okay, so if you if you okay, I can't put this in in literal terms because it's not gonna make sense. Um, two plus two is four. Mm -hmm. Two plus two is five. They're both solutions. One is wrong. One is right. Right or wrong? That would make it a wrong solution. But it's a solution. Okay, so that's where you're going with it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm with it. I mean, I, as long as we break it down, I, I get where it's coming. But I, I can see how people would have 
something to feel about that. But my again, my thing is that when you have somebody talking about a particular issue, mm-hmm. if they don't, if they're then just talking to hear themselves talk, it becomes redundant. No, even I if agree. you get if you even if you get a solution, sometimes people just lo- like if I that's say, called venting. People, that's called venting. That's like when people walk in. It's like, but that's why me, me having a type personality I have, I need to know what we doing up front because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a problem solver. I think that's that's a good way to look at any situation, whether you want career advice or anything like that. You got to find a destination. Like, what are, what are we doing first? What are we doing? Gotcha. Because if you come to me and you be like, oh my god, my car broke down. I'm like, well, shit, nigga, I got AAA. Let's tow it to the shop. How much right. it costs to get fixed? Right. But you want to talk about how you feel about, about your car <laughs> being broke down. down. It's the fifth time this week. Yeah, you want to do all that's, every time that's I... different. <laughs> that's this I'm a solution based motherfucker. I don't right. know how to dwell in the chaos. Yeah. So Right, right, right. So that's that's a vent. Yeah. So if if that's how she if that's this if that's the approach that Aisha Curry is taking, that's completely different. But if she's like venting about not not then that's perfectly warranted. And I, and I think that's really what it was. I okay. think you know how we take the captions and the headlines and they run people run with the stories like ourselves like we'll see something that, that that's crazy which we'll get into the next few things <clears throat> but it's I, I don't know how she personally really felt it this might have been a thing where she was just talking and somebody grabbed that so yeah. you know I, I wanted to get your opinion of it because we rarely talk about relationships like that anymore and it's always funny to get you you know your opinion and me being married it's always one of those funny things of how I deal with it being in this industry as a married man. What I do want to talk about also, before we get up out of here, Justin Bieber compares Chris Brown uh, to Tupac and Michael Jackson. <laughs> Shout out to the Bees. So I understand what he was trying to say, but <laughs> it's just interesting how we... Okay. Basically, what he was saying is he wants to give his roses to Brown while he's here. Okay. All right? P- perfectly understand that. But you know, anytime you compare yourself, compare somebody to MJ and Pac, you're gonna be thrown into the ringers. Like, it's like, what the hell? I don't think he give a fuck. He don't no, clearly doesn't, because he posted it. And you know, people are sharing it as, you know, it's it's publicity, it's promotion. Um, but I agree with the fact that hey, give people their roses while they're here. Yeah. Salute to him. Before he's down and out or he's got a quote unquote drug problem or he passes away, unfortunately, like he was just saying, yo, he he loves, you know, he loves uh Chris Brown and feels like he's a caliber artist that, that way. My question to you is, do you feel like Breezy is there? Yo, I feel like Breezy is there. MJ status, Pac status. If he dies today, will he be? Will he go down as one of the greats in that regards? I don't know. I think he is. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we acknowledge him as that. So, do you think death does that? No. Why I don't think he would be going. I don't. I don't even think. Because what's interesting? Okay, I'll put it to you this way. I felt like like the impact of of Nip passing. Right. 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 I felt like was more devastating because of how he passed. Of course. And, you know, he was murdered in cold blood. Mm-hmm. So if Chris Brown was to pass, you know, like Mac Miller did or, you know, whatever, I don't think it would be this. It would have the same impact as if he his life was taken right. by another human being. Now, that's crazy to say, but that's just the reality of the society we live in. Mm-hmm. It's still fucked up either way. You know what I'm saying? As far as when somebody gets, you know, somebody gets uh, their life taken away prematurely. But I think that the world doesn't recognize Chris Brown in his full greatness because it's Chris Brown. I think that's Chris Brown's fault. 
Why you say that? Because I feel like Chris Brown, Chris Brown, I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he should, like, I don't know if he does therapy or whatever, but I feel like a lot. Chris Brown got into the game really early, you know what I'm saying, 16, 17-ish, whatever the case may be, and he had all these different things. That, that Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. Let me stop this. This is why people have a bigger problem. Legendary Equation is the post that he put up, Justin Bieber. And he put MJ plus Tupac equals Chris Brown. Whoa. Whoa. So I think that's what I'm sorry. I totally, again, I know what he's trying to say, but when you put that up, yeah, is he blowing it out of proportion? Yeah, I don't know about that. Michael Jackson had like a real world. Michael Jackson plus Tupac. Think about this. Chris think Brown. think about this. What year did Tupac pass? Ninety six. Nineteen ninety six. Mm-hmm. Tupac died before a lot of people who listening to this was born. Born exactly right. And his impact is still crazy, mm-hmm. right? Michael Jackson is literally one of the world's most famous people ever. Not just music, just people. People. Right. Michael Jackson is probably one of five most famous human beings to ever, ever walk the earth. Ever. Right? You got Jesus. You got MJ. Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. My nigga. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. So, but yeah, MJ. Brown, I fuck with Chris oh, Brown. Right, right, right. But he is it's not right. He's not there. He's not there. Now, you talking greatest now, in music? Now, okay. Here, here's the thing, some... though. Do I feel like Chris Brown is could be that person? Yes. Mm-hmm. Chris Brown is literally probably the most talented person I've ever seen in physical form. Chris Brown is literally probably the most talented person I've ever seen in person and shaken hands with. So do you do you think that he's more he's more talented than MJ? I said that I've seen in person oh, or okay. shook hands with. Got you, got you. In my lifetime, I'm 35 years old. I've never shaken hands with a person more okay, talented but you, than Chris you, Brown. Okay, but you let's just take let's take the equation of you not meeting them, right? Mm-hmm. And you have surface level value because let me let's just be honest. You saw what did you see to make you say that? I was there and I saw I saw I've seen Chris Brown do unbelievable things like in what? front of me. Like what? Like hit vocals when he was winded. So you couldn't see I've that. Seen you him. couldn't see that on let's say TV. No, but no, it's different though. No, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm asking because I want to see what makes it different versus somebody. Because somebody will argue, man, I seen MJ, man. Well, when you when you watching it when you watching it not in person, you don't have context. Mm-hmm. Like if you watching an award show and you watch, you don't see everything leading up to exactly. that moment with the lights are on. Exactly. Okay. I saw Chris Brown get on stage. Mm-hmm. He was just chilling. Mm-hmm. Get on stage, do a forty minute performance, hit dance moves. Step out. He's not even looking back. Right. He's not even looking at the dancers. Walk to the front. Fuck with the crowd. Singing the whole time. Mm-hmm. Fuck with the crowd. Never look back. Mm-hmm. Walk backwards, dancing, and right, and jump right back into uh, choreography in sync with the rest of his choreography and the video that's playing on the screen. Mm-hmm. I saw that with my own eyes. Right. It's a different experience because I have context. I know that there was no, there's nobody signaling him. There's no... You know what I'm saying? If you're watching TV, you don't really have that kind of context. But what if he had rehearsal two days before and he knew exactly? Everything is rehearsal. Right. But what I'm saying is that takes skill. Gotcha. That takes an unmatched level of skill. Not even just that. He can draw like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I was there. The, the picture that they that they posted on TMZ of him doing the graffiti art, I took that picture mm-hmm. in Hawaii. And I was with glasses one day. Actually, no, not the one they posted. The picture that he posted. On on um that, the, some years ago. This is some years ago. Okay. We were in Hawaii, and he put, and he put, uh, he drew a cop car. Those monsters that he be mm-hmm. that he does the graffiti art. Right. 
I was there and watched him do it. Do it, right, right. So in you've person. seen him actually not only hit vocals, do performances, but actually see him actually draw as well. I saw right, him take some, they went to the, they went to some store or something and got, and it's like, you know, Brown want to, uh, he want to, he want to do graph right now. He want to do some graffiti. They found a wall. They got permission for him to do graffiti on, closed the lot down. And I watched this man create a mural from nothing. So that makes him the most talented person that you've seen. Not only just that, listening to his music, gotcha. seeing his vocal range. He can rap, he can sing, he can dance, he can produce, he can write. So, he can write for other people. Okay, so that that's why I wanted why why at that point does that now make you look at what Justin Bieber is posting and say, Man, you tripping. Because I don't have that same context with those two. But you know the impact of them. I know the impact, but I don't I didn't have that I wasn't there for that. But my point is, why why is it not balanced out to say Oh, okay, I see what he's. I've seen. I've seen Brown do this in person. So yeah, it, it makes sense what he's saying. I've never seen MJ or Pac do that, but I've seen Breezy do that. So I can see why he can equate MJ plus Pac equals Chris Brown because he's great. I think it's all just nuance and generational. Mm. Chris Brown is of our generation. I'm, I'm able to see and touch and feel that. I, I was too young for Pac. But no, you're not. Asking, you're not hearing what I'm saying. Like why? Why don't you feel the same way? Like, cause when I said it a second ago, I was like, she tripping, right? We both agree, like, man, uh, as great as because Chris Brown I'm, is, I was going off of, I was going off of fame. Okay, so just pure fame alone, he's not, he's not touching uh, MJ or Tupac. Legendary equation, though. Who's more of a legend? By the who? These three: Michael Jackson, Tupac, or or Chris uh, Brown. Who's more of a legend? I feel like Michael Jackson would be more of a legend than all of them, but. That's what I'm saying. It's the it's the it's the nuance that goes with it. I don't think the world would accept him as that because of everything that has happened. Brown, no, Michael Jackson, because of the kids shit and the allegations mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I don't think people are able to to give people those types of accolades because you can't separate the two. Yeah, in sports it's different. Like for instance, no matter how you feel, the numbers dictate what it is. In music and lifestyle and culture, it's different because it's about how you make people feel. Well, I mean, the numbers are, are equated in as well. No, the numbers when it comes to success, not impact, because impact is just it's a feeling. It's a it. feeling. Right, right. I don't know. I mean, I it, I just I think that I think that Brown is I don't think he's anywhere near in terms of like legendary status. As no. MJ or Pac. No, but here's this is my point though. Based on everything I just said, I feel like he has the potential or has you say or, he hasn't he hasn't got there yet. Or had the potential. I don't know if it's still there, but he had the potential to be big as big as Michael Jackson, in my opinion. Damn. He did. And that's based on his work ethic, that's based on his talent, his ability. He just chose to do other things with his life. And that's okay. You can do whatever you want with your life. I wish if I was if I was you know how our relationship is. Mm -hmm. If I was, if I was Chris Brown's friend, that's what I would push him to be. Mm -hmm. I would push him to be, bro. You are Michael Jackson, literally reincarnated. You can do everything that he can do and more. Mm -hmm. I never seen Michael Jackson do no paints, right. paintings. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I ain't even seen Michael Jackson do a backflip. West Coast. <laughs> so, I mean, now clearly, clearly, with the talent level, you know, Chris Brown is there. Um, potential, Chris Brown is there. I just, I, I think that it. It, I mean, I, I love these conversations because you never know where somebody's going to be. Like, we can be talking about this now. And in five years, Chris Brown do some whole different shit. He, he changes his life around and, and really maximizes his potential. So, But I think that in 
in agreeing with Bieber, nobody does it when the person's alive. It always happens after, after death. Yeah, yeah, after. So. I think I think that's true. And I, that, that's what I've been on lately, too. I, I want to, oh, matter of fact, shout out to DJ Dense, man. Shouts out to Dense, man. I wanted to. I want to read this. I shouldn't be reading this message, but I. It was well, you've been a, reading a lot of messages on on the podcast. Yeah, so why was, not keep it going? It was an intimate message that I sent to uh, DJ Dense. If you don't know who DJ Dense is, you know Clippers DJ, but, LA legend. Yeah, bro. LA legend for sure. I don't want to get into all his accolades, but he he DJs for the Clippers now, and he's the only reason why I say that because he was a he was and still is a Clippers fan before the shit was before popular. it was popping. Before I, I, I want to even say I want to go on record and probably say before Clipper Daryl, maybe. I think before Clipper Darrow had them suits, it was it was then. Now I mean, he didn't have the suits, but you know he was definitely repping. But for, yeah, if you don't know who DJ Dense is, do your googles, man. Shout out to Dense, man. Um, this is the message I sent to him. Now, if, just for backstory, Dense was the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was trying to come up, I'm early fucking twenties, hanging out at the DJ booth, bugging the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying, telling him because he was on the radio. He was on ninety two three. Yeah, he was on Saturday ninety two point three mm-hmm. and two point three. The beat all the day. He was he was he was on Saturdays, and I would come up and he would show me shit on the Vox Pro, and I he would let just let people sit in on his shows. When I was on the street team, I was one of those cats that had access to the building, and in any moment I could to soak up game, I would I would holler at him. I would shout out to my homegirl Angie B. Shout out to Nala Cadela Cruz, like June, but a lot of people. Um, really embraced me at an early age when I was that cat um, just trying to learn, you know, working on my air checks. And Dense was one of those dudes, man. That's what I wanted to get into. Um, So I wanted to shout out to DJ Dense. But going back to what you said about people don't give, they give you their roses while they while they here. So you gave Dense's roses. So I've been trying to, like, make sure I reach out and tell people what they mean to me, how I feel, all that kind of shit. So I sent this message to uh, DJ Dense. I said, I know I always tell you, bro, but I really appreciate you. You always gave me game and never little niggered me. You helped me. You helped so many people with your position. DJ Mark, DJ Cali, Why Not, Cali Slim, DJ BAD. I remember all that shit. I don't know if they let it be known, but I do. You a real one, always have been. Anything you need from me, I'm here. Thank you. So I just wanted to say that to him. That was I know that I know he looked at his phone like this shit random right, as fuck. Right. But I, I just been doing that lately because it's people like DJ DJ Dense, and I think I said this before too. But Dense, DJ Cali, BAD, are like three of the only people who really embraced me when I was Mike Smooth. Mm-hmm. Those like really the only people that really embraced me when I was really trying to get on my DJ shit. Right. Like other than that, just like nigga, figure it out. Yeah. And um, so I say that to say shout out to um DJ Boss. I just dropped those turntables off to him. A sixteen year old, right? The sixteen year old. There's another DJ that I want to shout out to. Um, he was on your live the other night. DJ Young Mackie. Mm. DJ Young Mackie. He's 16. He hard. Yeah. And I and I just like that shit. I like them like them young hungry DJs. They both 16. Like yo, man. I just wanted to. I've been trying to get on your live for a minute. Yeah, right. I just want to DJ for you real quick. I'm like, go ahead, little yeah. homie. Get off then. Get off then. <laughs> Do your shit. And he hard. So I'm hooking him up with some little shit. I say that to say, man, go get it. Yeah. If I wasn't bugging the shit out of DJ Dents mm-hmm. and, and bugging the shit out of Cali to let me own them turntables and shit, like, I wouldn't be here. Right, and it's a certain level of, like, you now see it with other people. Like, you see who's hungry and who wants it. You definitely it see it. Versus who's just asking for an opportunity. You exactly. Know what I mean? It's a, definitely a filter with it, so go out and get it. And don't let, to add on to that, don't let those opportunities stop you if uh, a, a DJ head or a Chuck Dizzle doesn't get back to you or maybe doesn't give you the response that you want or whatever the case may be, 
that's not the end all be all. Yeah, you know what and, I mean? Go out and make it happen for yourself. And then also, I want to shout out to uh I don't know if she even listened to this show, but her name is Jasmine, Jazzy Red. Jazzy Red, shout out to Jazzy Red. She just sent me a DM. And she was like, I saw, I heard what you said on the podcast, basically about like reaching out. And I, I've been shy. Like I haven't, I've been just, I've just been watching everything you do. She's like, I moved out here to do radio and like, you know, and you inspire me. I'm like, dope. Yeah. Sh- nigga, DM me. Yeah. See, send a DM or an email or whatever. People, people been hitting me up on, um, on, on Instagram live mm-hmm. and sending emails like, yo, I'm trying to intern. What can I do? Like, I want, I like that shit because it shows initiative. It shows drive. Right. You're not just sitting back or well, people need to find my podcast. Right, right. People exactly. need to know who I am. Yeah. Cause if we, that, look, bro, bro, if that was the case, niggas would still be searching, searching. Now, w- one thing I do want to add on top of that too, cause people reach out, um, a lot of people have been reaching out asking me how to break into radio. <laughs> and I think that one of the most, and, and it's very, you know, of course, you got to do it. You know, you reach out to who you see that's accessible. But I also want to just make sure that makes the parent that you have a platform. Social media is your resume, yeah, right? Yeah. When we were doing this, there was no, there was no, like, we had to literally come up together and figure out the equipment and do all the shit ourselves. Social media, you have, you can literally record what you need on your phone. You can start a podcast, you Bro. can start a radio show, you can start a stream, you can curate your own playlist on Spotify, on Tidal, on, on Apple. Like, you can do everything yourself. Yeah. So just, like, to your point, go out and get it. Go There's get it, bro. nothing that's stopping you. And what makes it a little more uh, worthwhile in, in, in your situation is if you show myself, head, or whoever that you feel is in position that can help you out or just give you some game, if you show them your resume, that's like you said, when people jump on your live, just imagine a DJ that says, hey, I want to become a DJ. What do I do? Versus the DJ that says, hey, I'm available. This is what I've been doing. What were you able to do? Yeah. You was able to hook them up with some shit. Yeah. Show your re- your, your Instagram, your, your Twitter, your social media. That is your resume. You yeah. know, you can find a way to start a podcast. If you want to do radio, start a podcast immediately. Immediately. Don't wait for... Uh, internship with Real 92.3. Before the, the 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 game was get an internship, yeah. do college radio, yep. get in. Then it became do an internet show. You know what I'm saying? Now social media gives you the 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 uh, the tools to make this happen. Start a podcast. Start now. Find out what it is that you like to talk about. Whether it's music, whether you know you're into relationships, whether you're into fashion, whatever your thing is, start that podcast asap and create your resume off the bat because then that shows myself that shows dj head that shows whoever can possibly put you in situations you never know i'd be like yo this person's amazing i think they're on their they're, they're great on, on their talent mm-hmm. that can land, land you an internship yeah that can get you as a co-host to whatever shout out to lupe exactly shout out to you know what i'm saying like just go ahead and do that man make it happen and continue that and, and, and back circling back to the before part be patient be patient You're but also utilize What's around you too? Exactly. I was just tell, matter of fact, I ain't never told this story before. I think I'm gonna tell it right now. But shout out to uh, Watts Homie Quan, man, um, talented, talented dude. Shout out to Watts Homie Quan, and I've, I've been I had been seeing his shit for a while. Like, and I don't know, I don't even know if he wants his business out there like that. But I'm gonna tell it anyway because it's it's a testimony. But Watts Homie Quan been through a lot of fucked up shit, right? And um, 
he started, if you don't follow Watch Homie Quan, make sure you follow him at Watch Homie Quan. His shit is amazing content. He's a dope, funny-ass motherfucker. He rap, he sing. He can rap, he comedian, can sing. Comedian, do skits, all kind of stuff. He cook. And he cook, yeah. Say, and all he was doing the plates. <laughs> so, uh, shout out to Watch Homie Quan. One day, I was just looking at his shit, and I was just like, man, this motherfucker's dope. Like, let me... I really like this dude. Shit, let me just, I just hit him. Like, yo, what's up? Like, hey, I think I, I think he had DM'd me or I DM'd him. I remember how the interaction went. And I just, you know, we exchanged numbers and I just got on the line with him. Like, yo, bro, what you trying to do? Like, what you, you know, what's up? Well, he was like, man, I want to do some skits with you. If we can do that, let's do that. I'm like, bro, I'm down to do whatever for you because I already Saw. seen him working. It's a resume. You're already working. All I got to do is come in and do my part. Mm -hmm. I don't have to jumpstart your whole shit. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Let's do some shit. Then I start talking to him more about, like, what he was like, man, my dream is to be on Wildin' Out. Like, I really want to be on that show. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm dope. I feel like I'm 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 funny enough. I'm I'm witty enough. I'm, I'm fast. And I was like, really? Have you submitted your shit, you know, to be on what? He's like, man, you know, a couple of people been trying to hook me up, but they've been bullshitting. All right, I got you. Hold on real quick. Doo -doo. I called Nick Cannon, right? That's not normal, I know. So I called Nick <laughs> Cannon. To Rob, that name, that's not normal. I called, I called Nick. Nick is my, my homie. Like, I really fuck with Nick Cannon. He's always been solid with me. I called Nick. I told him the situation. Like, yo, my, you know, Quan wasn't even my homie like that. Right. It was just somebody who I felt like was doing the work already. You saw him putting in. I already saw him putting in his work. I called Nick. Like, yo, Nick. I told him the situation. He's like, yeah, hey, you my man. I'll talk to him. What's up? So I clicked. I I call Quan uh, on three way. Yo, Quan, I got you on the phone with Nick. With Nick Cannon. He probably lost his shit. Lost his shit. Yeah. Lost his shit. What? Then he just told Nick everything, bro. I'm a fan. Da, 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 da. He downloaded everything. They got to chop it up real quick, and I just I felt good, yeah. but I didn't do it for that. I did it because he already did the work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's a classic case of when when opportunity meets. Uh, what is it? The preparation meets opportunity. Pre preparation meets opportunity. But then, so him and Nick chop it up. He's like, well, look, I'm gonna get your info from from head, and you know, come down and audition. It wasn't no handouts. Right, right. Quan earned that shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I say that to say. If you do the work, and then backstory, which I'm shouldn't be telling this business, but I am anyway. Shout out to Watch Homie Quan. Everything up until probably I think last year or the year before that, he had been shooting and editing his shit on a busted ass like iPhone five or some shit like that. It was the screen was cracked, all that. Every single video that you have saw from Watch Homie Quan was shot and edited on a busted ass iPhone. Mm -hmm. No excuses at all. Go get it. Yeah. Go get it. That's what I just got done telling my cousin, like, bro, if if people if people only knew, if people only knew the things that you can accomplish if you really were actually motivated to do it, you can do it. Yeah. Fuck everything else. Fuck the excuses, all the equipment, whatever. We was going live on a laptop. <laughs> One laptop we, with, a, with the battery all like halfway on. Uh, it was the it screen was, was was cracked. Our table trays was our desk. We opened our laptop. Yep. We opened your laptop yep. and hit and hit go go live stream and we had. Do you remember what, what your DJ table what your DJ table was at first? No, it was a card table. I was DJing on a card table. <laughs> it was a card table that my mom let me have Bro, when I first moved into my apartment. <laughs> moral of the story is go fucking uh, get it. Yeah, man. I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. I don't want to hear somebody on your staff has my record. Yeah. If you didn't give me your record, I don't have it. Right. Can't Period. Can't assume. Can't assume. That's it. All right, man. We're going to get up out of here. I think that was a lot for, for everybody to take in, man. I really feel good about um, some of the content that we've been putting out there, some of the things that we've been sharing. And 
you know, like I said, or like you said, and we've been kind of saying the last few shows, it's, it's more or less knowing that we have a responsibility um, to put out certain messages and now understanding the voices that we have, um, just making sure people understand that. So you're going you're gonna to probably hear this again. You know what I'm saying? You might hear go hard, go get it. You might hear be patient again, but it's something in terms of like dedication, hard work plus patience. Exactly. Shout to Nip. You're going to hear a lot because in radio, that's one thing that we kind of learn is the whole programming aspect. you got to hear it multiple times for it to actually seep in. So that being said, it is Homegrown Radio. If you haven't subscribed, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. If you've just been listening, it's your first time tapping in. Make sure you subscribe, whether it's on uh, iHeartRadio app, mm-hmm. uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you Apple, at. Apple, Apple, anywhere. Just take us with you um, at Homegrown Radio, Instagram, Twitter, and of course Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. It is Homegrown Radio. We up out West Coast. <laughs>